So talk to me about what you've learned in your personal leadership lately. What's the new thing that you've picked up in the process of leading these 97 different companies that you're involved in and involved in? Did it dance it? I'm back again. The whoop ass to look a blast from the ratchet man. The maddest black is lad in a savage land. The grabbing, dashing, crashing your daddy's van. Did it under the baddest, the most heaviness, most swaggiest, braggiest, never had anything. One thing that's really important is that the same strategy to lead one team can't be the same strategy used to lead another. Individuals are that. Anything that I do that you see any kind of success for, and I'm really just training in every single aspect. I just have a lot of other things that I train people for. So much like you wouldn't walk into a room and say, okay, all my clients are the same, so I'm going to treat them exactly the same. All my athletes are the same. I don't treat my the ventures that I'm doing. I don't treat the people that are on any teams exactly the same. I got to know what the strategy is. I got to know what motivates you, and I got to take that to the highest possible level. In every way, shape, or form, anything that I'm doing, this is just the highest level of me being a trainer called Tony. Swerving, swerving, swerving. Skirting, skirting, skirting. Serving, serving, serving. Everything I've done, it comes full circle. Working, working, working. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off the Strength, where we're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got some gentlemen of extraordinary league guys. Let's go across this room and introduce ourselves, please. Your trainer, Corey, aka your favorite trainer's favorite trainer. KR Jones is in the building. That's right, folks. We are back. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type from near and far, you are now in store for a treat because you are in tune for a variety show. That is when we give you our best foot forward. So hopefully you take your best foot forward. You do that two-step, that tango, whatever it is you have to do to make it on through the week with the best goddamn information available. Fellas, what's up? How y'all feeling this week, man? Man, I'm doing real good. I um decided to start learning how to carve my own pipes. You know, I was talking about like picking up pipes from here and there. Okay. So I decided to like get through some YouTube and I got linked up with the dude and I'm gonna learn how to like carve and whittle my own joints. Alright, he's over here whittling. Getting my whittle on. Getting his whittle on. We look a little whittle. You know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is, but yeah. I okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. There Brother you go. Jones. Thanks, bro. I- <laughs> How you feeling, man? I'm maintaining, man. I I was able to go home and, and touch the fam one good time. You know what I'm Beautiful, saying? Beautiful, brother. Got to check in with Mom Dukes and, and my pops and my cousin and everything. So it, it was love, you know? That's what's That's up, what's man. up man. You know, being that entrepreneur that I am, I was like, you know what? I can go. There ain't nobody stopping me. I ain't got to, you know, request off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just taking off. You feeling right. free? Uh, oh, I was free. Free okay. as a bird out there. That's what she was doing, huh? Okay. All right, Brother what, Jones. What happened to that free? boy? I don't even know. I, I just like, we got the whittling. We got the feeling free. And, fellas, I don't know if I'm feeling free or whittling. Mm-hmm. But my week was interesting and entertaining because I always am in the process of starting some new craziness. As you guys know, uh, I would like to say that I feel that the next couple steps that are going to happen play out over the course of this week are going to be the things that probably end up changing the trajectory of a couple of projects that we have going on. Again, still too early to talk about them, but I think you fellas know where the, where the time work, is and where work. we're trying to move, so I'm always happy about doing anything that moves in that direction, man. I feel like we're growing. I don't know nothing, but I feel extremely confident in our abilities, my friend. That feels good. You the confidence I mean? is heavy. The confidence is strong over there. You still got that dip on your chip, I huh? I still got the dip the, on the chip. And you know what? People been asking about this goddamn chip and the dip. And the chip's only getting bigger. They got to ask the professionals, my man. You know what I'm saying? Really losing contact and not knowing what's going on with the American people. In case you don't know, 
appreciate that, Senor Segway. Come on, now we here to play. Right. Fast out. So, as professionals ATP, the question is coming in from the fit pros themselves. What is the most overlooked aspect of personal training? What part of personal training do you feel like people neglect and don't give enough support to? For sure, it is the consistency. The consistency you need to see results. A lot of times people will only think about training and not think of like for a certain event in life. It's like, oh, my high school reunion is coming up or this wedding is coming up. Instead of like, I need to make a lifestyle change and I need to consistently make this lifestyle change. Everybody know the difference between a slice of pizza and a salad. I don't got to tell you that. You need to choose that salad more than you choose that pizza. More along the long term and the whole life change as opposed to just short term goals and flipping that. Consistency. Right, so? man. I'm going to go ahead and say that the thing that people need to focus on most is the personal aspect of that whole situation because it says it right in the name. It is the beginning. It's the first part and people sidestep that all the time, meaning that you are going to likely be spending an inordinate amount of time with whoever you are giving that information to. If you are not personal and invested into their life, how good are you going to be at really giving them direction and helping them navigate not just the physical side, but, you know, we talk about the social, the emotional and the spiritual kind of components that do end up coming up in that side so if you're not in the personal investment in whoever you're talking to you're missing a big point over on that side brother Corey. emotion is left out i say one of the biggest things that people tend to do is worry about the weight and the motion instead of the weight of emotion and leaving out the fact that this is a whole person that you're dealing with and trying to develop whether it's in a single one-on-one -on -one session or a large group this is this is human beings and emotions are one of the biggest driving factors and the biggest things that we need to continuously develop. So when it comes to trying to help someone or lead someone or guide someone toward becoming better, whether it be physically, you can't leave out the emotional aspect, the emotional content. And you have to take into consideration before each workout starts what your client's emotional state is and how you can support, elevate, and in some cases where you may need to help evolve and change that. Mm, evolve and change from the words of a broken heart is just emotion Ooh. taking me over i'm talking about caught up in sorrow <laughs> lost in the dark god damn give it. us the notes give us the notes well, listen, I, I ain't gonna get into the barrier right now we're gonna, we gonna do bgs doing the bgs and we're gonna move on <laughs> and i'm gonna do my side you mean the bubble guts <laughs> Yeah, you know, whatever you got to do, <laughs> Corey. You're going to two-step and you got the bubble guts. You're going to do that little two-step. Listen, man, however you got to handle your situation. I'm solid on this side. <laughs> but I'm happy we're going to make this transition. Yeah. Leaving out of one space, if you need to ask a question to the professionals, brothers, where do they need to go and check out this ATP? Brother Jones? On IG at offthestrength underscore, or if you're feeling freaky, go to offthestrength.com. I don't know what's freaky <laughs> It's happening on If you're feeling freaky, slide into his DM. Offthestrength.com is professional only. Don't say. feel freaky on offthestrength.com. That is KR Jones. They know who I'm talking to. That was for y'all. I don't want to feel freaky. We're trying to step this Not up. the click, click, though. Not the... <laughs> All right. That's it for that segment. Somebody go find the rails. We're going to cut Kyle's mic off for the rest of the episode. There you go. We're going to move into the next direction, and it is time. It's time for that rip from the headlines, fellas. And we got to start off, as always, with the good, the bad, and the ugly that's going on this week in the wild world of wellness. Wellness. 
fellas, gotta start off with the good. First things first, I'm happy to see that all of my friends out there that own the small boutique gyms in New York City have a reason to rejoice this week as they finally have started to lift some of the restrictions coming up from the lockdown and the pandemic. So gyms have been open for a little bit, but group fitness uh, facilities have been closed down since March of last year. Yeah. And there's been a lot of people suffering on that side. The capacity is still going to only be about 33% as we turn over to new regulations and we're trying to figure out. I know there's going to be a lot of long roads that are coming ahead on that side, but first things first, how do you guys feel about hearing that Group X is starting to come back to New York City? It's sort of like a, it's a short-term victory. It's a short victory, but at least there's a possibility of an ending in sight. Running at a third of your business isn't going to necessarily get you back but it'll at least get the ball rolling, get a couple more people employed and get your doors back open, get you doing some things. So it's nothing but a good, yes. nothing but a good. It, it's gotta be good. It definitely is gonna be uh, still an uphill battle because as Corey is alluding to, some of these places are built off of the model where price per square foot is extremely important to their turnover. And I don't know how many of them are breaking even at 33%. Brother Jones, what's your thoughts on that side? I'm happy to hear the opportunity that is there. Um, for especially the group fitness instructors who had to make that pivot and have not the chance to go back to something that they love and enjoy doing. Any studio that's still left, honestly, you know, that's the, that's the other part of it is if you made it this far and you still have a brick and mortar space, then congrats to you. Like, this is that time for you to turn up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to being able to lose a lot of money. Got to. And I mean, we had some safety rails in place. So hold on, be strong and keep doing what you do to stay in the game for this long. And it's going to serve you in the long run. So we're going to move from the good and move on into the bad. Now, fellas, I got to tell you, everybody jumping into this fitness arena, I don't know if everybody needs to be here. So this next story comes from weather.com. Now, you would ask me, how the hell did I get a fitness story out of weather.com or the weather channel? You know, why are they advertising fitness stories? If the weatherman is doing yoga, I'm out. Listen, I mean, it depends on who the weatherman is, depending on what channel. There's some that I would definitely turn into, but that's a whole other side conversation. We're going to skip fast. past that. Super you know, fast. as we stick to this part of the story, Brother Corey, <laughs> I saw on the Weather Channel an under-the-desk pedal exerciser that is going to help you get to your goals for this spring. And this was hot garbage <laughs> from the beginning, middle, and end. On Take the Weather Channel? It is on weatherchannel.com. Take a look at the site. Now, you should know that an article is questionable when at the very top there's a disclaimer that comes in as they're coming, coming down. So none of the views and opinions apparently by the Weather Channel are representative of what happens underneath here. But this is – I had to look at this flex stride pedal exerciser, and this shit was just hysterical to me. It's an under-desk little pedal exerciser. And the claims over here, again, getting you in shape by spring – which I don't know if you know. You're talking about right now, this under-the-desk pedal exercise? You're talking about two days? Two days. You're going to be stepping, stepping and moving. Uh, There's a lot of ways to burn calories under your desk while you're at work. That is not the preferred way. Again, different I never want to know folks. about what happens under your <laughs> Off desk. Offthestrength.com. <laughs> Offthestrength.com is where the freaky stuff is apparently mm. happening. Guys, for 179 how do you feel about this under-the-desk pedal exercise? And what kind of actual benefit do you think the flex shot could bring to you. Yeah, again, I'm going to repeat. I don't want to know what you're doing under your desk. The fact that you got to hide it almost because most desks are hidden. And if you're working up a sweat under your desk while I'm there, I don't want to see it. I think you generous about working up a sweat with this thing, Kyle. I'm I'll, I don't know what else you're going to be working under the desk <laughs> while your feet are under the desk. So, no. 
you can't get in shape, so I'm not gonna get my spring body for, from this right over on this side. That's what y'all telling me. That's a no for me, dog. No, you ain't collecting two hundred dollars, and we ain't going to Hollywood. Do not pass go on this one. So we're gonna move right on no. past. That's why I landed in the bad, and unfortunately, we gotta come back to the ugly. Now, last week, we talked about the father making a contract with his daughter about her not gaining weight. We talked about why everything in that section was wrong and how this man was mismanaging and essentially abusing his, his daughter in some way, shape, or form, setting her up for failure. Well, fellas, I gotta be honest with you. The pendulum swung to the opposite direction, and I saw in an article from The Guardian that two teenagers were placed into foster care after their weight loss plan failed them. So literally on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's two kids who were being supervised inside of foster care. And one of the things that the judge assigned to them was they had to wear their Fitbits and pedometers and see if these kids were going to lose weight. They didn't meet the requirements that the judge said were going to be indicative of showing that they're trying to live a healthier lifestyle. And these kids were taken away from their home and put into foster care. Just at the inception of this information, how do you feel about hearing that this much jurisdiction is happening inside this world of wellness, realistically, and what's your thoughts on the punitive aspect of this? That is wildly fucked up. I mean, we're already dealing with a situation, like it's been said by a couple of great people, is that uh, you have judges making decisions and then going and having a cup of coffee or sitting up having, like, you just, you can't take children from their homes and just walk off like that's okay especially children who were having who already lost a home in some fashion or were already born you know w without without the proper support and the normal family structure that you would look forward to to then go away then turn around and take that from them again on something as superficial as whether or not they're exercising is insane yeah, other people thought this might have been a little bit of overreach as well, given the behavior of the kids. They seem polite. They're coming up. They're bright and they're engaging. So the, literally the, the thing that the judge was apparently in, in Sussex County making the judgment on is their actual how they're showing up in their morphology, whether or not they were receiving the right type of care in the home. Brother Jones, what's your thoughts? Is this an overreach? Is this too much? How is this legal? That's definitely an overreach just because you can't quantify, especially children, in their wellness. Like there's so much wiggle room to grow. You know, so to, to already label them and track them and, and do the things that they did, that just seems ridiculous to even, I don't even know how the jurisdiction allows for something like that to happen or how the parents allow for something like that to happen. Again, if you were already in that position where you had to be in the presence of a judge in some way, shape or form, there's probably some other things going on. And this is why this is going to land us in the good, the bad, and this is square up in the ugly in this week's rip from the headlines and hopefully much like you can see that that's not necessarily the way that you should be handling these situations that ain't Corey, it. we got to give people a little bit more clarity on this next segment what is going on in today's moment of clarity bro? thank god for granting me this moment of clarity i'd like to jump into woke leadership and the idea of how leadership in this new and evolved business climate has to be different. You have to understand that in the past we looked at leadership as being the person in the forefront that brings everybody together, especially when it comes to business and pushes toward a goal. But the reality of it is to look at it like you're creating a team. 
you need to look at it like everyone being involved in this goal and people having a piece of ownership in a goal when you're trying to lead a team. The idea of taking each individual person and supporting them outside of the space needs to be part of your leadership. And it should have been before, but thankfully at least we're starting to move forward and to understand what leadership and business looks like a little bit different. And when you're making room for people, you have to understand that you have to make room for humanity. You have to make room for shortcomings. You have to make room for things that will happen in their lives and give time and give space for all those things. But you also have to be understanding of yourself and the fact that you can't do and be everything when you're trying to lead. You have to give room for other people to take pieces and to carry loads. And there are times as a leader where you can't carry everything and you can't do everything. And there was a time, at least for, especially for me personally, where I felt like in that leadership position, you had to always be on point. You had to always be right. You had to always lead from that perfect example. And we're starting to come to the understanding that leadership just means you're the person who's creating or guiding the goal, but not necessarily having to be the personification of perfection and that everyone else as part of that team doesn't also have to carry that level of perfection and you get to really be a whole and developed person in this space. So when you're looking at your leadership and you're evaluating your leadership and we always go back to talking about that self-evaluation side, don't just look at it from the point of view of how quickly we reached the goal or did we get to the goal? But you also want to look at, are we together in this? And has my team as a whole developed past where it was last year, last week, and yesterday? And I want to slide these questions over to Tone. And Tone, I know you've been in leadership for quite a long time. So talk to me about what you've learned in your personal leadership lately. What's the new thing that you've picked up in the process of leading these 97 different companies that you're involved in and evolving with. One thing that's really important is that the same strategy to lead one team can't be the same strategy used to lead another. Individuals are that. Anything that I do that you see any kind of success for, and I'm really just training in every single aspect. I just have a lot of other things that I train people for. So much like you wouldn't walk into a room and say, okay, all my clients are the same, so I'm gonna treat them exactly the same. All my athletes are the same. I don't treat the ventures that I'm doing. I don't treat the people that are on any teams exactly the same. I got to know what the strategy is. I got to know what motivates you. And I got to take that to the highest possible level. In every way, shape or form, anything that I'm doing, this is just the highest level of me being a trainer called Tony. Truthfully, it's adapting different styles. But the, the core mechanism is identifying what this person needs listening to them, acknowledging them, validating where they need to go, and then saying, you know what, that might be the shelf that you thought you can get to, but let's go even higher. And the more confidence I do that with, the more those teams team thrive. And Brother Kyle. What's the word? From like your day one situation where you first became in a leadership position in business, tell me one, what did you learn from that that time? And then how does that apply to now that you've had some time in that space? The best thing I learned in that space was that I am no longer individual. Right. So being a leader, you only as good as your team and your team is only as good as the weakest link that you have. So when somebody on your team messes up, that don't fall on them. That falls on you. Absolutely. Right. And once it falls on you, now it's all right, how do we mitigate this situation? Right. Because if I let it slide now, they're going to think we can let it slide, you know, and that's going to their energy. My team's energy is going to only reciprocate what my energy is. So it has to turn into that mistake has to turn into a teachable lesson. Right. And now, you know, especially from me being the role that I was, I worked myself up from the ranks. 
So like if I'm starting at the bottom and now I'm at the top of the structure, there are certain people that I have to, they think we buddy, buddy, like, nah, look, fam, we ain't buddy, buddy no more. Like I am, we got a different rapport now. This is what you have to do. So, you know, realizing that individual performance isn't, is no, is no longer a factor. If you're a leader, it, it's not about your individual. It's about everybody as a team. We got to move in unison. And I think those lessons allow me to realize, like, all right, next time I get a team or whenever I build another team, we got to build from the bottom up. And and the people on the very bottom need to know how important their role is to the person at the very top. Man, did you hear how he brought that out, Brother Corey? He brought that out. He, brother Jones just told me that he started from the bottom and now he's here, first yeah. of all. And then he's talking about building that team up, raising them up pretty much. From Hello. one position to the next position, almost as if he knew what time it was when he stepped on the set, that it's time to raise that goddamn ball, Brother Jones, much like you did in your situation. Come on, brother. Let's hear it. Is that hard in the house tonight? Stand up now. <laughs> hey. No, man. So we raising the ball this week. I'm bringing it short and sweet because, you know, I went home. I was checking in on the family. As always. I got a chance to revisit some of my relationships with people and understanding the growth of those relationships. So when you think about a relationship, most people think of romantic sense or if I'm thinking family, I'm thinking of, you know, business or maybe even friendship, right? If we're talking romance, we're talking, you know, even a situationship needs a little guidelines. Okay. I mean, get you where you need to be. <laughs> I'm going to let them figure out. With your feet under the red those. table. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You figure that out. Feet under the table, if we're talking going family, <laughs> you know what I mean? If we're talking family, you got to build from the home team. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody got to eat, B. You know what I'm saying? For if we're sure. talking friendship, an adult friendship requires... Uh, real work, it requires communication, reciprocity, all types of things. You know, Houdini asks, you know, how many of us really have them? You know, friends. <laughs> Sorry. I wow. Had, had to pull that one out it there. It took a second. Now, if we're talking business. I thought the magician. I thought they were talking about If we're talking business. Focus, focus ass over We're talking terms and conditions and things that have to be upheld to maintain a, a good standing in business, right? So I'm replaying all these things in my mind. And I'm thinking every relationship you have has a path to success mm. right and and in this path you got to figure out well what where, where i gotta go you know what i'm saying like can i give like where where's my give gonna be so whether you are giving from a place of love whether you're giving from a place of logic whether you're giving from a business savvy point if you're giving off the strength because you love, you know what I'm saying? Because it's off the strength. It's what we're doing here. You must reinvest in the people that have invested in you, mm. is what it all boiled down to for me. So, Brother Corey. Sir. I'm going to start with you. When was the last time you reinvested in someone who previously invested in you? The last time that came through, I ended up doing a consulting project for actually a friend of mine. So a friend of mine came to me, he knew, it, he knew that I had been consulting in the past, and he came to me and said, look, my business isn't doing as well as I need it to. Can you step in and, you know, look out for me and come through? And I remember there was a point where I was a little stuck out. Like I was trying to transition from one spot to another, and I really, I really didn't have room to take on this consulting project. I didn't have enough time in my mind. But I remember there was a time where when I needed something from him, he looked out for me. Right. When I needed a little something, he looked out. So I had to come back and do the same thing. I turned back around and sat down with him and I was like, look, this is how we do it. I was like, I don't have enough time to take this project on, but I have enough time to give you the tools to do this yourself, save you a little bit of bread. 
and we sat down, we worked it out, we worked through it. And I remember him saying to me, yo, like, I, I think I can get this going. Like, I appreciate your time and me being able to come back and be like, remember that time you looked out? Here's me giving back to you. And I think when, when, whenever we give to someone, sometimes we give without the idea, at least you should give with the idea of not getting something back. But it's a beautiful thing when you hook somebody up and then they turn back around and hook you back up. So it was nice to be able to do that, you know? It's a beautiful thing. I mean, you know, Brother Tone, I, I would ask you that sentiment, but you, you like to give a lot. You know what I'm saying? And, Try to do it every day, brother. And, and you you are famously known for, for putting that battery in somebody's back. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's kind of what you do. As you talk to Tony, you're going you're gonna to sit up a little bit taller the rest of the day. Yeah. You're going to you, walk. You know? You're going to leave with an agenda. Now, in that same vein, uh, you know I got to lead the people with the tools on the way out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just the only way to really raise the bar. Lace them, bro. So, I, you know, uh, are you familiar with the book uh, Mastery by Robert Greene, Tony? I'm not. Okay, so it's a, it's a book that I picked up. I got the concise one because, you know, I ain't got time to be reading the whole thing. You, know what <laughs> you got the cliff notes? You got a little little mini joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see what you did. Tucking it in the back <laughs> pocket. Now, the brother Robert Greene talks about the apprenticeship phase. Are you familiar with this phase, Tony? I feel like I've been many an apprentice through life. I would say that we all have. And if you are stepped in any entrepreneurial business, then you definitely have. And you might not even have known it, right? Mm -hmm. But it has three phases in the apprenticeship. These three phases are deep observation, skill acquisition, and experimentation, right? I'm learning the lay of the land. I'm learning the rules. I'm trying to figure out how do I operate in this space? If it's skill acquisition, then I'm hands on deck. I'm applying everything that I'm learning. The last part is the experimentation where I'm now creating on my own. I'm taking that chance. I'm putting something out into the world and getting feedback. I'm mm. taking constructive criticism, right? All of these things are your apprenticeship phase. That's only one part of the piece, but I mean, that, that's something that you can rate the ball with, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you get a little elevation. You can step out a little bit, and, and I want these people out here, I want y'all to take that, and I want you to go, and I want you to relax mm. afterwards, because you earned it. Fellas, how we relaxing this week? Man, my relaxation was short and sweet this week, brother. I have jumped right on into getting back with the family, much like Brother Jones did, and I got up with my little, little brother for a little bit, man, and that... Again, it brought me a little bit more of that home feeling that you were talking about at the top end, man. That was my relaxation. Anytime we get to connect and I really get to understand where he's going in life, help him set his course a little bit and he helped me set my course a little bit, that's relaxing sentiment for me. Thing. Right. In that same vein, man, I, I was home with the fam, so my relaxing actually came from from helping mom Dukes. Like, she was like, I need a computer, I need a... I need a know that story and all this other <laughs> stuff and i'm like and we get to the store we get to i'm not gonna name it because they ain't cutting the check but you know you know what i'm saying I, I bought it for her and she was like you don't have to do this you ain't gotta do that i'm like i did because i had to reinvest in you the way you invested in me and mm. all i ask is that you do something with it it's gotta Word. make something happen brother that allowed me to relax knowing that she worked yeah get the ease back Exactly. Yeah, man. For me, man, you know, I've been on my uh, detoxing, trying to take all the, trying to clean myself out, take all the, all the things that may be pulling against me out of the way and figure out what needs to stay in. So I switched it up and my relaxation beverage has always been a, a whiskey or a mezcal of some kind. And I switched to juice. I haven't had any alcohol in a few, but going on a full solid week now. Not to say that I had like an alcohol problem or anything like that. Nobody but judging I was, me, brother. Yeah, I was always sipping on that whiskey a lot, you know, at the end, at the end of the day. And that was kind of like my chill beverage. So I switched it up to some juice. And so far, I've had nothing but positive effects. I haven't been missing out on it. 
and I feel like I'm a little clearer when I wake up in the morning. There we Sounds go. Sounds like you're hopeful, brother. He is yeah, hopeful. Man. You got the juice now, Corey. Yeah. What you hopeful about coming into this last stretch, brother? Man, I'm looking forward to looking back at right now. Okay. I'm looking forward to the time like how last year we looked back with the new season. We looked back and we said, yo, that first season was crazy. Uh-huh. And then the next thing we did the same thing. So I'm looking forward to looking back at right now, looking back at the present and seeing what I did and how I can develop even further. My man, year three of a 10-year run. Of course, man. After 10, we just out? Yeah, nah, I'm cashed out, bro. That's where I'm at. After 10, you're going to retire. Hell yeah, yo. What you want, Brother Jones? Man, I am hopeful out there, and I want, I want the people in listener land to see this. You know what I'm Go saying? Ahead. I'm looking at you dead in the face right now. People in listener land to see this. That's in what your you eye hole. That's, that's all right. You see that's that, right? You, you, see. Because some people can't see with their glasses off, or they can't hear when their glasses That's because there's a hat on the third eye. Nonetheless, I am hopeful that beginners out there start something fresh like people are not being afraid to start fresh swallow that pride get it pushing you being supported just keep grinding start that's it take that first step that's take what I'm that first for. step it's the important one man go under your desk and swallow your pride i mean you know we're gonna leave that alone and i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i'm <laughs> i'm hopeful to keep seeing the wellness practitioners that i have been seeing already stepping into this narrative aspect continue to elevate and raise their game I, i've seen quite a few jumping into this direction and i am hopeful that that is something that continues because i dare i say fellas i love to see people carrying on the tradition that we started on this off the strength platform i love it i love how it comes across i love the energy that people bring into it and i love all the personalities that come across inside there and it makes me truly happy about the future that i see before us today yeah yeah you know it man and that's gonna be it from this week once again it's been another fantastic episode of off the strength from a trainer called tony negro regular there we go kr jones peace and much love to y'all out there until next time we'll see you soon pedal on your desk Hell yeah.